0: Previously on the Simply Human podcast, that's why yeah. vaginal deliveries are so much better for the baby because they can actually spark their immune system. That
1: that does. That's how they create a good immune system. Yes.
2: Um. Now there was something we were talking about uh, the mouth. Well, I was going to make a joke about Rick really being interested in the end of the of that system. The, the What do you line. mean, Mark? Uh, but I won't. We'll just continue on. I'm sorry, Mark. i was <laughs> just
0: I'll wait for you to explain <laughs> to the next that. thing. Um, whatever. Yeah, we like... can take a moment here, Mark. Yeah. or like to... yeah. <laughs> I can say the joke that came to my mind initially is that uh, that's what Mark and I wrote that in common. But i is not. I'm not going to make that joke.
2: We won't do that. <laughs> okay. So I am
0: going to rise above it.
2: It's episode Rick. It's episode 200.
3: I don't synth- know if I
0: could take that as like a a uh, mark of longevity, or more like, man, I can't believe I've done 200 of these with Mark, and I haven't—he hasn't killed me, and I haven't killed him yet.
2: <laughs> 200 with your hosts, Mark oh, and Rick, two humans being being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy in it. Teach you how to live like. You. Oh,
0: close. You, oh, <coughs> you're fucking swerving. You're fish-tailing. I thought you got it before you uh, got into the ditch. But now you kill yourself.
2: Your host, Mark and Rick. Two humans, human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Lyle. Is it, it's Hagen. Hagen Haugen. H A U G E N. I'm going to go with
0: HA. Uh, I'm gonna go. hey. set like Tom Brokaw. I'm just gonna go.
2: Girl Ford Doctor. Um, yeah, that's such a great bit. Lyle. Ford. <laughs> Lyle, hey, I'm gonna go with Haugen. He's RHC and RNHC. He's a type one diabetic and a registered nutrition health coach. Listen to this. He was diagnosed the year that Bo Jackson won the Heisman.
0: I don't know what year that
2: is. Nineteen eighty five. A week listen to this. A week after surviving an industrial explosion at a natural gas facility. Hmm. What? I can't wait to hear that story. Okay. It's, okay. How about this? Episode we start our first show is I believe September twenty-first of two thousand thirteen. Okay. We did our one hundredth right. show on October twenty-eighth of two thousand fifteen. A little over two years later, averaging about fifty shows. A year for two years.
0: God, we were we had a our old schedule, I don't know how we did that for so long, to be quite honest with you. I know it was probably better for listeners because they could expect, you know, exactly when the show was gonna come out, and now it's more like a free flow type of deal, but god, that was really difficult. (laughs) So
2: our hundredth show was Mark Sisson three almost four years ago. Isn't that crazy? And the show before that was that um the roller The Roller Derby girl. Remember her? I do. That was that long ago, really. I don't feel like it's been that long.
0: Wow. Anyway, the time and, flies, I guess.
2: Okay, so we have something fun to talk about.
1: We, do you want to?
2: <laughs> do you want to set this up? And we've we've got yes, we got, I do. We have I do. twelve minutes, and I have some audio that I can play. I have I've selected. Oh, a, you do. I selected. Here's. Uh, I don't. I don't want to go too crazy, but I selected the part where. It's the funeral home, and he gives – he, like, does the bit about uh, it. He's, uh. give, he gives the girl the gift to give him.
0: Okay. No, no, okay. Stop, 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 okay, stop, okay, stop. Okay, Just, okay. You have to stop. Okay. okay, okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> at the recommendation of a guy who uh, – a dude that we uh, listen to on the radio quite frequently he's here in Dallas. a friend of mine. Marco, I mean, by the radio. We, we hung he's out. F- you have met him two times in real life. I I, I, I can respect <laughs> that. Um, he suggested this show called Nathan for you. You say that uh, again? I'm not, sorry, Rick. I mean, what, what was that?
2: I don't understand. What was it?
0: The name of the show is Nathan for you.
2: Okay, like right? the number four, or like, like Mark?
0: Mark, you're killing this. These were you're questions. Killing, these slowly, were questions that
2: I had. I didn't get it.
0: You are, you are killing me. All okay. Right? So like, uh, I remember something about this show, and it's been several years. It's not live on the air anymore, but it's archived. It's all on Hulu. I remember I was like, there was some kind of viral thing with the show. I don't remember exactly what it was. And then I started like reading about it on the internet Mm. and, uh, saw that the, they, they, they did an episode and this got a ton of like legitimate, like international attention. Um, where they (sighs) go in the water. This guy basically does, does bits. Okay. (laughs) It's kind of like Borat, but Borat meets like one of those bar rescue shows. So this guy, uh, He's a comedian and he's really, really funny. Especially if you like dry comedy. Um, his bit is uh, for this show is that uh, he uses his business acumen because he made quote pretty good grades in business school in Canada. Uh, <laughs> so he uh, goes and tries to help businesses with good ideas to help them get their business, you know, get get the more business going. But it's these these just ridiculous and elaborate, uh, very clearly terrible ideas. And he's basically, that's where the Borat thing comes into play because people think he's serious. Uh, one of the, the one of the hardest ones I've laughed at, this kind of encapsulates the whole show. He was trying to help a struggling car wash. And so his idea was train birds to crap on cars oh my gosh. Uh, and have them go to the car wash. Well, uh, apparently, birds are a lot harder to train than that, and so uh, they were going to put birds up in this specific tree on this tree branch. But they weren't crapping enough, and so they got chickens that crap nonstop like huge, and put them up on this branch. Huge but he has, huge to get, he has to get the people to stop underneath the branch to get their car yeah. crapped all over. Then he could be like oh, hey, you should There's try car Ted's life. wash. It's right around the corner. So he's in the middle of the street.
2: Like asking people for directions. <laughs> asking and... people
0: to, yeah, stopping their car, saying, I'm sorry, I lost a contact lens <laughs> out here in the street. So people will stop, and while they're stopped, these chickens crap all over their cars. At one point, some of it splashed in oh, the car, in his got mouth. in his
2: mouth. Oh. <laughs> well, and then like at the end of it, he's like, all right, well, I've helped you. Uh, the chickens are yours now. And then he just like leaves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, okay, so I, I must say this, I uh, I don't often uh, throw out like a, a, an alert to the point of attention everyone, stop what you're doing and do this. You're doing that. And I don't like to say things very often to the effect of, oh, this is the funniest show I've ever seen, because I'm sure there's something funnier. Yeah. But let me say this, I've probably watched the first two seasons and i the reason I haven't watched the whole thing is because I was laughing so hard that, like, I, I I legitimately thought, like, I pulled an oblique muscle. At one point, I could not get enough air, and I was, like, snorting. Uh, it's the hardest I've ever laughed man in my life. I wish
2: you would record yourself laughing and we can put it on the show
0: oh man I should next time for sure the, the, cari- like, the caricature like, and my wife artist. my wife comes out and she's like what are, what are you laughing you at? at and I'm like is this you? and she has a completely separate, different sense of yeah, humor than I do. Jen so, hates it because she doesn't think that things that are funny are funny yeah. uh, <laughs> but she thinks things that aren't funny are hilarious and so like I'm like, you gotta watch this show, it's really funny. You'll get it. And it's
2: on Hulu. It's on Hulu yeah. now, and you can watch it. Or you can go to watch clips of it, but don't watch the clips on YouTube. Like go watch the show. No, like, no,
0: watch the whole show. Like it really it, it's it's just a it's a really, some, really some of really them, well done show. Yeah,
2: some of them are like I don't know how much money they spend on this show. And some um, of them the
0: one where okay, so they did they did a one uh real quick where they uh this guy, he's trying to get business drummed up for a Petting zoo. And so he's oh trying to gosh. make a, a fake viral video of a goat rescuing a pig that's drowning. Out in the well, they set all this stuff up and this goat uh, couldn't swim to the pig, so they put this like clear PVC like track right underneath the water where the goat could basically kind of like <laughs> go along this track and be fed right to the pig, and they shot it in such a way that it looks like this goat is rescuing this pig. And it was that's like drowning. it went viral well, like it gets yeah like, 5 million YouTube hits all, all in like the 2 days big like it's news all stations over yeah. and he's faked this whole thing and, and <laughs> in the end <laughs> he refuses to mention the name of the betting zoo oh, <laughs> okay so
2: this is one of my favorite bits and so you just have to listen so it's at the end of the show He's, he's done, done this idea for this funeral home. I'm not going to go into what the idea is, but this is like the, like, the exit interview where he's like, okay, are you, like, you going to use my idea? And she's like, probably not. And so then uh, we'll, take it, we'll take it from there. Okay, here we go.
1: Oh, if you did, and you don't have to, but sometimes when I do these things, people will have a thank you gift for me. I don't know if you... Okay, no, I guess that. Okay, well, in these situations, we just have something prepared. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could give it to you and you could hand it to me. So it's like you're giving it to me on camera. Okay. Okay, so okay. I'll, just, I'll just grab it. His voice is very... Okay. okay. Shh! Sorry. Um, so I'll, I'll come in again. Okay. Oh hi, Mrs. Hi. Boyd. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm great. <laughs> good to <good laughs> see um, you. This what is, is this? This is a, a small token of my appreciation for the service that you brought to my attention. Oh my
2: So she's like okay, I'll pause it really quickly. So she's like she's playing along. She's been a good sport.
0: Yes. And it, and, and okay. she still believes this is a legitimate television show. Yeah. Which I I it is, but like you know what I mean. Like and it's actually so trying to help he her. He he's given her this present. It's all wrapped up and everything. So she's to playing give along to him here you go. For like the final scene yeah. of the show. Okay, yeah. Okay, here we go.
1: Oh my god, thank you, you really didn't have to do this. Yes, we do. Scissors? <laughs> why do you get me scissors? Everybody needs a pair of scissors, I guess. Are these used or are they new?
3: No, they're are new. They new.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Great, it was. Did they I hug. The scissors, and I, I hope you
2: use the idea. Cute. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> he's just awkward. So, like, the whole time she's like looking over at the camera, like, you know, he didn't say, I'm going to open it in front of you, and you're going to need to, like, you know. He's like, he's like, it's just a pair of scissors. It's not a package or anything. He's like, <laughs> uh, scissors? Uh, why did you get me scissors? And she's like, uh, you handed that to me to give to you. <laughs>
0: Oh man, they have one where he's trying to like he's trying to help a uh, shopping mall Santa. This is the same one. Oh the my gosh, that was the uh, first episode. Thing. That's the first no, episode. Was it really? Yes. Okay, so he's, his idea to help this uh, shopping mall Santa is like do discounted photos with Santa in the summertime, which actually is not. I mean, it's not like a real money maker, but it's not a terrible yeah, not, idea. Not, not, some well, of these are not he, good idea. He can't get permission from the mall. Because the Santa has like a thirty year old like DWI, <laughs> and so they won't give them permission to do it in the store in the in the shopping mall. So they basically just do like this impromptu gorilla <laughs> like
2: staging of like ten guys and all
0: Wonderland. this stuff. There is a ton of stuff there. It looks just like a really good mall Santa Claus photo op, but like the <laughs> the ladies like I'm so- I'm sorry, what are you doing here, He's like. Oh, uh, abort. abort. Yeah. <laughs> Just grabbing a big decoration and running out.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, very quickly. One, okay, so one yes, more.
0: Watch. Hey, Hulu, Nathan for you. Okay. F-O-R. Nathan one,
2: for you. One more idea that I thought was really good, and we'll, and we'll get on with Lyle, is the liquor store where they're marketing that they're, <laughs> they, they're going to sell alcohol to minors. But the thing is, they'll sell it to you, but then you put a little coat check tag on it, and they store it for you until you turn 21, and then you can have it. Like,
0: <laughs> and, and, and the best part of that one is that like they start doing that, and they get these kids to come in, and they're buying like a can of beer, like, and like a and forty, they get this, yeah, like, coat check, and they're like this because these kids just spent like four bucks, and they don't get even get the beer. But then like he comes back after all that and says uh, to the business owner, he's like, "I have uh, uh, an announcement. Uh What we've been doing actually is super illegal. Uh, I just Wikipedia'd it originally, and I thought it was probably a good idea, but." Uh, so uh, I, someone who wants to talk to you, and he brings a guy in a police uniform in. And he's like, sir, I'm gonna need you to turn around, and put your hands behind your back." And he's like, "What? What is? What, what is this?" The guy's like freaking out. and He's like, "Because you're getting a, you're getting charged with having an awesome party, <laughs> and it's a stripper, and he is just <laughs> dancing around in the very clothes
2: <laughs> like." Like a like closet. In the store the yeah. store.
0: And the guy is obviously not, like not happy. cool with it. He's like, yeah. why there's no no there's no stripper. No strippers allowed in the store. Why are you, why are you doing this to me? You don't do this to a oh, business. Man. Yeah. Gosh, it was so yeah, if you like things that are funny, you're yeah. like us, then uh you should definitely watch this uh, program.
2: Program. Okay, it is eight thirty. Let's end yeah. this call and then I will start the other one. It's not too bright. Go in there now and go to bed. Hello. Oh, sorry. I'm. Like, I'm here. As I'm yelling at my daughter to go to bed, who's come out like for the tenth time.
4: Yeah, they oh. like to do that. He. They thank, do. God my, mine, thank God. My. Thank God. My youngest be... was doing.
0: My my youngest was doing that during Game of Thrones last night, and we we're afraid that like any time oh, like man. we're watching Game of Thrones, which we watch a lot of. Anytime we hear a child, we're afraid, and we instantly pause it because you never know when just a. Boob, naked boob, or like a guy being burned alive, or a guy having a sword shoved through the back of his skull. Like That's it's why I don't watch so, like, that show. You're a kid, and you're like, Oh God, oh God, and you're like trying to pause it, like, so you don't traumatize your kids forever.
2: Uh, Rick, trash in, trash out. So I don't watch that
0: stuff. Well, uh, more <laughs> trash for me.
2: <laughs> Lyle is here. Lyle, how are you? Excellent, Mark. How are you? I'm great. So I'm obviously, I'm Mark, and my co host is Rick, who's the one talking about games of Th- thronage. Game in, Games
0: in Throne? I, I, what is it? It's the most popular television show <laughs> in the world. So you know, I read all so the books.
4: You, you like watching that, do you, Rick? I do. I've never seen an episode.
0: Did you read the book? Really? No. Okay. Didn't read the book? Shut up, Mark. No, no one me. who's read the book hasn't watched the show. <laughs> okay, settle us a uh, settle the bet. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name?
2: I said I got it. No, you didn't. I did too. I can replay the tape.
0: Oh, maybe you did. I.
4: This is a this is a great discussion. I'm glad you picked up on that because it's, <laughs> uh, nobody gets the name right. I mean, I can even go right up to you and face to face, and I'll say, Hogan. "Hi, my name's Lyle Haugen. and they'll look at you and go, "Oh, Mr. Hogan." Hagen, Hagen, Hogan. Oh. No, Haugen. Oh yeah, I've heard them all. I've heard them all. Yeah.
0: Well, well the what, thing is, like your just last name doesn't. Don't call me late
2: like, for supper, guys. That's what I'm talking about. Well,
0: that that's pretty much like what we settled on is that's how we said it. That's how it looks like it's supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. But there's nothing well, more irritating than like my last name is Bentley, and the clearly obvious looking way to spell it is B E N T L E Y, like the fancy car.
4: Right.
0: And I don't know how many times in the last 39 years someone has spelled it without the E at the end. And it's not, like I look at them like it's very clear. Like this, I feel like this should be a common sense thing for everyone. Well, Same thing yeah, with don't, Mark's last leave, name. Don't
4: leave was, you out of the inheritance, right? <laughs>
0: Well, Mark's last name is Rogers, but people always want to spell it like Aaron Rodgers, the football player. R O D G E R S. I don't have a and D, so you have to tell him like, "Oh, I'm Mark Rogers, no D, no D, at all,
4: at all."
2: So, Lyle, where are you right now? I
4: I am in Creston, British Columbia. I figured. Ha <laughs>
0: ha! I knew you were in Canada. I could te- I could feel it on your lips. I'm listening to. Gross. Hockey. I'm watching hockey right now.
2: You just felt Lyle's lips. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I meant from the accent.
2: I'm running. They talked to Lyle about Rick feeling his lips. All right. <laughs> Got that one. Okay. Very quickly. I, before I
4: was, I was born in Minnesota, though. I was born in Hennepin County, just south of Twin Cities there. Oh,
0: Hennepin County. Okay. Do you yeah. know
2: where? Uh, oh, dang it. So it's North Couldn't... Dakota, like mintown mine min Minot. 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 I've got a, a one of my a girl that I work with. That's where with.
4: that's where my father just. Uh, where were we at? Dalak, was he was born in Dulac, North Dakota. We had an old homestead somewhere. What was it southeast of uh, Minot?
2: So I have a, a, a friend sorry. who is moving up to there from Texas, <laughs> and she's from well, Texas
4: flat to flat yeah and it's just cold <laughs> it's just colder up there so oh yeah, yeah it's colder yeah. it's snowing there right now i think
2: yeah um okay very quickly we're gonna guess your birthday one guess each <laughs> and you can't uh okay, so who googled so... no no one well, no, okay. Rick, no probably one Rick. I, I,
0: I give you i want to okay, know you... who googled Rick. Rick, I, I did th- I did this bit last year where like I started doing research because my professional, I'm a uh, police uh, criminal investigator. And so Rick. I'm pretty good at finding information. You're pretty good at and using so Google. I, I, I nailed, it's not just Google. But it's mostly Google. <laughs> but like uh, I, I, I nailed like three out of four birthdays. And the fourth yeah. one, I was like one day off. And uh is a bit and Mark like didn't, I didn't pick up on, on it. And so I have had to give Mark. My solemn oath, I have not done any research <laughs> whatsoever to prepare myself for this interview. So, uh, Mark, you may, you may have the honors, Mark.
2: Okay, and you can't say, ooh, you're close. It's just yes or no, because you don't want to give Rick right. a hint. Um, yeah, you bet. October 10th.
4: Oh,
0: dang it. I'm going to go. Okay, hang on. Let's, let's do some logic here. So, you're from up north. Which has nothing uh, to do with People it, probably on. spent a lot of time. Inside. Uh, you know, conserving body heat when it's cold. So I'm going to go nine months from January. I'm going to go September 19th. No. Oh, thank okay. God.
4: All oh, right. What, what is-, is it? November 25th. Oh.
0: Okay. Listen, we're we're in the right area. You're I like feel a- like my logic was good Yeah, and solid. You're like yeah. a
2: Thanksgiving <laughs> birthday. Close. Exactly. Yeah. My wife says November 21st. Yeah. So yeah. anyway,
1: all right, well, we sort well, of, I
4: always, I, I always got conned into, you know, after the, the parents passed and whatnot, my sister is, Oh, you're doing Thanksgiving dinner. Well, it happens to be my birthday too. Oh good. You can cook.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. You cook for dinner and then you end up cooking your own birthday dinner. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that nice? Yeah. No. So we all, we already kind of introed you. I read, I read your intro and there's something about your intro that I'm very interested in. I want to hear the story Shoot. about what story? the,
4: about the industrial explosion Okay, so not about the neighbor's dog and the fork? <laughs> oh, I want to hear that one. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> a, we can do a dramatic uh, reenactment. <laughs> Re- okay, like. All right,
2: all right, I'm going to end the call. Send us a script and we'll, we'll connect back and read the dramatic reinterpretation of the
4: dog story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... You like the part where it got blown up, right?
2: Yeah, like well, so. What were you working there? Were you just like walking it through, like a on like a visitor tour? Like what was what was
4: happening? No, I was uh, I was an oil field operator. Oh my gosh! And I was out on site in the very furthest north of pretty much Canada. It's only what was it, fifteen miles to the well, not Canada, but to the Arctic Circle.
2: <sighs>
4: so yeah, just before the sixtieth parallel, though, and Jeez. it was the middle of winter. It was about, uh, I think first thing in the morning, it was about 47 below. I had to wait a little bit before I could move the equipment. It was It was cold. You'd step outside, you look out, and everything was running, because otherwise, if it wasn't running, it wasn't going to get running. And all the exhaust plumes are going up into the air, and then they'd stop at about 30 feet, and that was the ceiling, just like there was a glass ceiling. Oh, my gosh. That's how, that's how cold the air was. It just it wouldn't go any higher. Wow. That's it. That's all there was. Every step you would take would be like walking on popcorn or, tr- or, or you know, chips, right? Everywhere, was, just crunch. Rick crunch, never
2: vacuums crunch. his house, and that's pretty much what happens at Rick's house, but you're actually walking on like Doritos.
4: You are. Hmm. That's a weird.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, Mark. right? And the water. air.
4: <laughs> the air is so cold and so dense, you, you, you take kind of small sips of it.
2: Yeah.
4: So anyways, I climbed into a backhoe. I drove uh, about 50 kilometers out to a natural gas dehydrator. It's called this little building up on stilts. There's some equipment inside. That was the reason I was there. The stairs actually didn't match up with the building. So I was there to move the stairs out of the way, use the backhoe to bring the gravel that had been dropped off into there, put the stairs back in, job done, right? But my first job was an operator. I was just doing this, you know, extra duty thing, right? Go up to the top of the stairs. I can just barely reach up to the panic hardware or the, the uh, door entrance. And I, I, I have to take a glove off to get my hand in there. Jeez. And it's still cold. It's 40-some below, right? That's what she said. I click it. I open the door. I reach in up. Grab on the panic hardware on the inside. The door sill on the other side with my left hand. Throw one leg up. Awesome. Pull myself up into the door. I just get stood up in the door and I see this orange glow out of the corner of my left eye in the back back of the building. Oh, fifteen, eighteen 15, 18 feet away. And I just, yeah, it was more like old crap. Uh, Crikey. Exactly. Now you got to visualize, I'm, you know, I'm not a big man. I'm only like 5'10", 5'11", or whatever, right? But I was bundled up with all kinds of clothes on, right? So you look like Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Okay, sure. Could <laughs> <laughs> can barely move, right? The yeah. arms are kind of, yeah. Right. No, anyways, I'm standing right in the door jamb. Okay, because I just pulled myself up. This is all, I'm I'm taking longer to explain it than it already happened. It happened 20 times already. So I'm trying to turn around because I know this isn't going to be pretty, right? And I'm turning my head around and I'm trying to get positioned around here. Now you got to understand this building is about, you know, 18 feet by 10 feet high by eight feet wide. So, and then, you know, you're standing right in the doorway with all this cloth on you. Kind of like the wadding you put in a cannon. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then you light it up, right? Yeah. Well, I blew forty-five feet across the lease, oh. hit the ground, tumbled, bounced mm. up, and then I still had the common sense to run over, shut the wellhead, in, go in behind the d i well. It's burning in flames, and close the pipeline, which was only about five feet from the building.
2: Did you? Do you Good remember morning. flying through the air? Sorry. Do you remember like flying
0: through the air or is that all kind of Okay, a blur? so
4: are you are you ready now? Yes. oh. Rick, are you sitting down?
0: I uh, yes, I'm sitting down. Always a okay, as long as you got
4: so, your okay. pants on, we're all good here.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so this thing lights up and I get punched. So I'm flying through the air, but because of the punch, I've lost all my air. I don't have a breath of air in me. And as I'm flying through, and I'm kind of, you know, going head first a little bit, the flames are like little fingers and they're coming past my eyes and they're starting to go faster than I am. Apparently I was heavier. <laughs> and the whole thing, then it just started to move in together. I lost that little space where they split around my head and then they just started to move back in right about the time I took a breath. Gosh. Ugh, dude. Full orange flames. I, I don't recommend this. Kids don't do this at home. I just want a little caveat on that.
2: <laughs> so that's there. not what. That's not how you got type one diabetes. That just you just happened. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: I'm making sure
2: it said a, it was a week after. So I just want to make sure that, that they were two unrelated things. Did they figure out you were type one diabetic because you were in the hospital after this?
4: Well, no, actually they are related. So what? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. what, laugh, some laugh some more. Laugh some more there, Rick. What happens here? What, what happens is this. You You, you kind of need a perfect storm happening, and then you need the shot of lightning.
2: Or an, industrial, an industrial gas, gas explosion. Getting at. <laughs> so
4: that my body was in a certain condition at that point in time. Uh, I was eating a lot of bread. I was living in camp. In those days, you didn't drink the water as water because there's no such thing as bottled water in 1985, back where, you know, up in that <laughs> part of the road. Yeah. They, did, they didn't fly that stuff in. The whole place is swamp. You got water everywhere. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right? So, but we literally drank swamp water. So, you would drink it as coffee, which meant you were getting an awful lot of caffeine. Mm-hmm. You weren't really getting water, and it's a diuretic coffee and you didn't dare put cream or sugar in it so you you know you put a little bit of sugar in it but you drank it black cuz if you put cream in it it turned green <laughs> cuz it was so cold no because of swamp water oh
0: <laughs> yeah cuz it's gross yeah
4: <laughs> but you can't drink you can't you can't drink you know unboiled swamp water cuz that's how you get beaver fever right yeah that's that rick's mom <laughs> Or cryptosporidiums <laughs> or whatever they call them, you know, all them fancy little names, right? Yeah. So but the the shock from the explosion was the final trigger that caused my immune system to ramp up further than it already had been ramped. Right. So you were already kind of redlining. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, I had a perfect storm going there, right? And and we can get into that if you want. It's yeah. all about leaky gut. And it's all about the fact that when you have leaky gut, you you will get your first autoimmune disease where the weakest link is in the chain, Rick, right. and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you will get the next weakest link yep. and so on and so forth if you don't seal that gut. So I
2: wrote an article a few years ago called The One-Two Punch. And it was about like your immune system is designed to keep you from getting little these little sicknesses, little viruses, and these little cold bugs and all that. Well, if for some reason your immune system is is suppressed or is weakened, like you're not getting enough sleep, you're inflamed, you're, you know, leaky gut, anything like that, well then your immune system is, it, so it takes that first punch, then that other thing will come in. And so this right. is kind of, this is like the one-two punch, like you, you were already... You already had the one, and so the explosion was the two, and here you huh. go. And so, is it, is this, I guess, okay, so very quickly, let me, let me, for the listener, kind of try to cliff, cliff notes, cliff notes the difference Cliffs. Cliffs. between type yeah. one and type two diabetes. So, type one diabetes is your pancreas just does not, uh, uh secrete any, uh, Insulin type two is you are secreting insulin, but your cells are so resistant to it that they're just they don't listen to what the what the insulin is trying to do. So blood, the glucose, which it's trying to clear out of your bloodstream stays in your bloodstream. So both cases, you have heightened glucose in your bloodstream, but for very for two very different reasons. Is that pretty much it in a nutshell?
4: Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so, type two, you are resistant to your own insulin. Type one just doesn't make any insulin. Right, right. Yeah.
2: Type one and two diabetes. Okay. So, like, how do you? So, how old were you when you were diagnosed with type one? Like, how long have you lived with it?
4: Well, um, let me throw a little story in on on to you. Like this, Rick will probably like this one. Just before, oh, yeah. Just before this happened in 1984, uh, I had quit working for UNICAL. I was actually working for UNICAL up there for the previous three years, but I had decided to become a commercial deep-sea diver. Oh, my gosh. So I had started collecting money and putting money away, and I would got my scuba ticket and everything else. And the 2nd of January, I flew to L.A. I was just 19- there. In 1984, which was happened to be also the Olympic year, right? All right. But I went to dive school down there, down in San Pedro Harbor. There, so that was all fun and games for nine months. One of the extra courses I took besides um, saturation diving, I'm I'm trained to a thousand feet plus on mixed gases. Oh my god! I also took a diver medic course because it's one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. And even if you're on surface in the decompression chamber. You know, in relative safety, if you're at a 1,000 feet, fathom this, guys. It's 28 days before you can step out oh of that tin gas.: The bends. Wow. 28 days. You don't want
2: to get the bends, Rick. No, you don't.
4: So, and, and if you have a problem, you know, that, that kind of work, you know, working on offshore rig, and I was going to take my oil field experience and wrap it all up oh. with that put it all together in a nice little package to go travel around the world. And then I opened up the door of this DHI, and that all ended. Right. Mm.
2: So would you, would you say, okay, so, so let's very quickly. And, and uh, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, waste too much time. Uh, Jock, jo- Jocking around, joking around. <laughs> Jock tra- Jocking
0: around. <laughs> your software needs an update, Mark.
2: <laughs> Jock strapping around. Um, Enough of the jocularity. Right. <laughs> so what are what what are you doing? How did you what are you doing now? Like what talk about yourself? Like what what are you doing now? You have a website, all this stuff to t- talk about yourself.
4: And okay, like what so now. I have a website called type1 dot com. All right. I Contracted type 1 diabetes in 84 or 85, I should say. So it's 34 years now. Anniversary wow. just passed a couple of weeks back there. Um, 27 years of that was horrible. I developed additional autoimmune conditions. I had Crohn's colitis, IBS. I was, oh. eyes were starting to have a shot of laser in them here and there. Um, gastroparesis this is always fun so gastroparesis is a condition where your intestines don't have that peristalic movement anymore right so you can eat but then it doesn't move which is a tricky thing when you take insulin
2: so how do you get how do you get it to move through your intestine
4: (laughs) that's the deal right (laughs) It's a very tricky thing. God, so man. these were not great conditions to live with. And then one day, the the job that I was doing at the time, I had invented a process, actually, ironically, to clean natural gas beehives so that they don't blow up like the one huh. that blew up on me did. Yeah. You know, lemons to lemonade kind of crap. Right. And <laughs> while I was in that unit, I was, again, way out in the middle of nowhere, and I had to conserve on some money and didn't really have you know, back up from anybody, you know, give me a hot shot because I was way the heck away from her anywhere. So I had to pack a lot of food and I wanted just energy-dense food. And then I kind of went, well, geez, you know, if I do this and I get everything that I really need, then I'm going to need this much more insulin. And for whatever reason, I just made a decision one day that I'm going to start backing off on how much insulin I'm using. And the only way to do that is to back off on the carbohydrates because I was always taught, and diabetics are typically taught, the old food pyramid.
2: Right. Lots of grains. You need lots of...
4: Lots, uh, lots of grains. Yeah. You bet. Gosh. You know, like my my typical diet, when, they, when the first dietician scoped me out, it was like two slices of bread in the morning,
3: one or- at 10 o'clock, juice. another yeah. two
4: at lunch, another one at three o'clock, two at supper time, and one before you go to bed. Gosh. Like that's a half a loaf of bread. Yeah. You know? And... It's ridiculous to try to be able to make these two match. The worst part about bread, and I'm getting a little sidetracked here, so Rick, keep, keep an eye on me here. The worst part about Will this, do. Appreciate that. <laughs> worst part about it is when you eat bread, it Richter scales your blood sugar. Right. So when I first became a dietitian, or sorry, registered nutritional coach. Okay, let's just get that right. Health coach. When I first became that, the only reason I became that was because I had already figured out a bunch of stuff and people were asking me, how the heck are you looking so good? What have you been doing? So I started helping people, but the people I were helping were not diabetics guys. Mm. And everything that I learned about balancing my blood sugar, I brought to them and I balanced their blood sugar. So blood sugar balance is not just a problem with any type of diabetes. It's a national problem, right?
2: Well, and that's one thing that I've always say. Like, if and, and see if you agree with this, if if something is good for a type one or type two diabetic, in in, in so far as it like regulates blood sugar, isn't not w- wouldn't that be a good thing for just like someone who's not type one or type two diabetic?
4: Absolutely, yeah. because you you have a correlation, a direct correlation, linked to insulin production and weight gain, right? So if you eat more and you're not diabetic, you're going to produce more insulin to get rid of what you've just eaten. Right? Right. And when you have that, when you have bread doing what it does and and other high glycemic factors, when you Richter scale your blood sugar, your pancreas gallops to try to keep up. Mm, Because it will not allow your blood sugar to go in in our scale. It's eight millimoles and your guys, it's 150 deciliters. Yeah. Okay. uh, Milligrams per deciliter. So it won't go above 50, but to do that, it has to overproduce just as if I ate a piece of bread as a diabetic and would have to take more insulin. Right. See where I'm going at? Yeah. The problem is we're dealing with two hyperbolic curves, kind of like shooting a missile out of the sky and how long they've been working on that project. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and one thing, I was actually having this conversation with someone this weekend is that when insulin is your blood, in your bloodstream, your body, for a number of reasons, is, is not burning fat, cannot use fat, cannot break fat down. So fat is just stored when insulin is present. And so we're, we're and insulin is always present to some degree. I'm talking about like over a certain level. Uh, right. But, so, yeah. so
4: glad you brought that point up. So this is where uh, in a lot of control factors for type ones, they have a basal rate, and then they bolus for meals. Okay. Right. So the basal rate is your ongoing constant metabolic process in the background minus what you've eaten. Yeah. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. So yep. you, you need that minimum amount. If you visualize a try an isosceles triangle. Okay. This is kind of what I did for my type one. If you visualize an isosceles triangle, if the bottom baseline is that basal line of insulin you got in there, that volume of triangle is the meal that you eat, then that represents how much insulin you need to take essentially to counteract how much meal you're eating minus what your basal was throughout the day. So they're using a basal with a short-acting bolus to try to counteract the meal. Well, what I did was I jacked that basal up so that triangle got smaller and smaller, just like if you see a big wave. Or a small wave. I made it a small wave instead of taking a big wave. Yeah. So instead of injecting any short acting insulin, I do a modified paleo keto diet. So it's a high carb keto diet, 100 cal a day or 100 carb a day. And I do one shot of basil. Hmm.
0: Hey.
4: We both made the same noise. I know. We, you were we like We did. It's, it's very interesting. Like, yeah. And, and, can you think of anything simpler than that? I know no. you're not diabetics, but could you think?
2: Well, my mom is is type two diabetic and has been for nearly my whole life, and it, she kind of battled the same thing. It's, I mean, I know it's a different type, but you know, she, I, my childhood was her like trying to count her uh, points for you know the food pyramid, and she's eating all this you know oatmeal and wheat and grains and all this stuff, and can't figure out why her blood sugar is always through the roof. And now you know it's like, can I ask you art. something?
4: Yeah, was she hungry all the time? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. This is the biggest discovery, I think. And and people that are diabetics you just go, Wow, how come the doctor never told me that? No. Think of it this way. Remember, we were talking about that level of eight or 150? Yeah. The minute you crest over that, that means that your body is insufficient in insulin.
1: Hmm.
4: And when you get to that point, you have one trillion cells in your body seeing all this sugar swimming by but it can't, doesn't have the key to open up the door, whether you're type one or type two, it's yeah. the same sensation. Right. So contradictory to what you think you need to do, which is eat, what you need to do is take insulin. Yeah. Let your blood sugar get below that threshold. And then all of a sudden you're not hungry anymore. Hmm. Because that 48 or that 70 to 150, that's the percentage or that's the amount of sugar that's in your bloodstream. The reason we have insulin is it shouldn't be born or carried in the bloodstream to high levels because it's like glass scratching down its walls. Yeah. This is why type 1s and, and type 2s have a higher incidence of heart disease, stroke, kidney problems, eye problems, right? Right. And it's Put, all about yeah, getting circu- that back into balance. Yeah, right? yeah. But they don't, they, They're they're not, here's another reach out to all the diabetics out there like your mother that was taught this pyramid thing that never worked. Yeah, And they, you go in and you see your doctor and, and they, and they give you your numbers and they go, well, this isn't very good. And they look at you with this guilt, you know, Yeah. like, what aren't you doing wrong? I know you're cheating. I know you're not doing right, something right, wrong. Right. You're following you, it right to the letter. Like you're, you're waiting, yeah, you're, you're closet waiting eating gram for gram, right? Yeah, you and have, it's not yeah. working. They yeah. don't think that their system doesn't work,
2: right? It's like you have to be cheating or doing something wrong or eating at night or what. And God then, forbid, we've given you the wrong advice, right? Right? Right?
4: Ugh, yeah, don't, don't even get me started. Um, right?
2: Okay. Very. So quickly. let me tell you how yeah, profound
4: yeah. this was for my doctor. Okay. I coach him now.
2: <laughs> really. <laughs>
4: I got that's rid awesome. of his eczema. I got rid of his sugar cravings.
2: God, that's <clears> awesome. <throat> um, okay, in the time we have left, we have a few minutes left. I want you to to promote yourself. You, you already mentioned the t- uh, Type One Simplified. Uh, doc, type One Simplified dot com. Yeah. Is there any other thing like what? You would ta- bet
4: on on there, I've got Type One Simplified All Night Sleep Solution. Oh, cool. When I went to this basal rate, that meant I had to kind of keep myself going through the night. Rick's good at math here, so I take 36 yeah. units a day. All right? 36 units a day. It's a unit and a half an hour. If I want eight hours of sleep, how many units is that?
0: Nine.
4: There you go. So I need enough carbohydrate. <laughs>
0: Wait, Rick- hang on. Hang on. I literally just picked a number. Is it actually nine? I just no, I think
4: out it's out about out. 10, but whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> oh, well. I was close. I was
4: just trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the point being is, this bar recipe that I made in this report, there's a recipe in there it has got chocolate on it. That should be enough sales right there. Yeah. It's got chocolate. <laughs> okay. You got sold Exactly, right? You make this bar recipe, and I'll tell you, it's actually an energy bar. So if you want to go out and work all day in the, in the garden, have a bite of that thing, and away you go. But if you want to get through the night on a little bit higher basal, or you just want to sleep better. Because you know what? When we sleep, do you realize we consume more calories? Really? Because guess what's happening at nighttime? Every Uh, organ in the body is going through repair. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on at night. Going through shutdown and repair, shutdown and repair, shutdown. If you wake up between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning, it's usually a a hiccup on your liver, and it's because the building materials aren't in your body to be redistributed. Hmm. Right. So download this report. And enjoy it. It is uh, it is for type 1s, but it works for type 2s. And anybody can have the, the bar recipe. So, yeah. you know, you guys you guys would probably like it. I, I like this thing for, you know, if it's a little cooler outside, because it's made out of coconut oil, so it melts kind of easy. But yeah. if it's a little cooler outside, it packs well. And you can take a hike and you can go anywhere. I play pickleball a lot, so.
2: <laughs> That's a great. I took that in college.
4: The old, Did you? The
0: old pickleball. Mark's really good at it, too. Shut up.
4: Right on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Awesome. i'm also on facebook at uh at type one simplified and uh i guess that's about it yeah awesome. uh, very
2: good well la this haugen this has been uh really fun thank you for i know we had to reschedule you once uh but thank you for doing this and yeah, yeah i don't think we mentioned this at the beginning this is our 200th show Oh well, so, thanks for
4: delaying me. I'm special now. Yeah,
2: you are. Like this is a big, this is a big deal. We're gonna send you uh, like an, an email saying thanks. <laughs> 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 I
1: that. Yeah.
0: And
4: we'll we'll do all the clicky stuff back and forth there. All the likey stuff. With it. There like, it is. Go, all the
2: likey clicky. That's what it is. All the likey clicky yeah.
4: stuff.
2: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, hey, this will go up. Um, Probably early next week, the show, and I will send you the link when it goes up.
4: And, and uh, oh, great. we'll go from there. A lot of this I has been fun. awesome. I had fun, guys. Hope yeah. you helped me have me on again. I'm going to be working on some new stuff here.
2: Awesome. Yeah, no, let us know and, like whenever you've got something you want to promote, and we'll have you back on.
4: Thank you very much. All right. You. Thanks. See you, Rick.
2: See you, buddy. Bye.
4: You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast.
2: Of all of our, like, okay, like, we know, like, Jason Saib is going to be on in a couple of weeks. Like, I know Jason. He has our humor. We know him. Of all the people that we just call up and don't know, other than, like, an introductory email, I feel like Lyle was the most like us. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Although, when he said beaver fever, (laughs) uh, I don't know if he knew... I don't know if you knew we were all on the same page. Jeez, oh,
2: yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, and so like the uh, the moral of the story there is if it's if it's helpful. Like I always use this as an example too because uh, you know because pregnant women, right? Um, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like I always say like if it's <laughs> if it's good for a pregnant woman because she is growing a baby, right? If it's good to do or not do, then it's like in that exaggerated phase of life then it's probably just good for just the regular person as far as like diet and obviously like you know men don't have breasts Hmm. i mean like you know they have breasts i have nipples craig can you milk me me? (laughs) i feel like i feel like we should um play play one more bit of audio from Nathan for you. Should we do that or not? I feel
0: like maybe we're, like, obsessing too much on this show. Yeah. I I want to shout it on the mountaintop, and this is as close as I can get to the mountaintop, is to 11 people listening to our podcast. But, uh, God, I wish, I'd love this show.
2: Hold on. Let me just very quickly. There's the funeral home. Um, hot dog stand. I didn't, I don't know if I've seen that one. That, there, oh. How many seasons are There's there? There's Four, and I'm on three. <sighs> the Diarrhea Times. I haven't seen that <laughs> one yet. Ooh, let's do one this. The... Let's do the uh, the when he when he gets really uh, like up in that lawyer's face.
0: Okay, I so th- the, the background on this. Hold you you see on, hold on. I gotta skip okay. this ad here. I have... Okay. So his uh, the, his idea to help a struggling coffee shop is to use. And this is a really really funny comedic idea is to use existing uh, parody laws to be able to use the starbucks logo kind of like how saturday night live will have like you know everybody like in a best buy costume or target well, they're using yeah. they're doing parody and so that's protected it's, it's not, not copyright yeah, yeah so he goes this extraordinarily elaborate plan to establish himself as a known parody artist which him singing in the cafes, oh, so funny, which is great. But at some point, he goes to consult, and he attorney. has like a
2: lawyer and a judge that he goes and consults, and he has this attorney, yeah. and they're both great. characters. like the real people,
0: so, yeah. So he goes to this lawyer and is asking him, you know, legal advice about it, and then he tells the lawyer, and he's like, "Well, I mean, you're going to have uh, equal." liability liability in this and the lawyer's like no i'm not he's like oh no no on that appearance uh contract you signed it has a clause in there about how you will share 50% in all the losses over a potential lawsuit. And the lawyer tries to take the contract and he's jumping across the table. Well, no, he,
2: he says, he's like, well, let me see that. So he takes it. And then he's like, well, I'm just going to keep this. So he, <laughs> so he like puts it in his pocket. And so Nathan is trying to get it back from him. And so he's like, well, just, so so here. So we'll, we'll play some of this. Here we go.
1: Okay, yes. Solid as I thought. But then Peter brought up one way I could cover myself.
3: Let's say you had a reputation as being uh, and yeah. uh, someone who does lots of parody, then they know, oh, he's just making fun of Starbucks because this is what he does.
2: Okay, so we talked about that. Okay, so here, jump ahead here. I don't
3: agree to this at all. I do not agree to pay all legal fees and damages on <laughs> legal action because I have no control over what's being released. Well, say, why did you sign that then? Yeah, I signed it, and I signed it because I didn't have a chance to read it. But so you're a it lawyer, just... <laughs> don't you read
1: things before you sign I it? do read... He said,
2: you're a lawyer, don't you read things before you sign
1: <laughs> and it? And then he shows video
2: of
0: him signing it, and he's going, what kind of a... Yeah. Well, listen. We'll 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 hear that.
3: (laughs) Hang on. Listen. We'll hear that. I try to read things, but you wanted me to shoot, and I glanced at it, and this was my mistake. I'll acknowledge that. Okay. Well,
1: you, you signed it, so I guess you can well, give it back. Well, I'm
3: not going to give it back because I'm going to... Well, um, I
1: handed it to you just to look over, but you already... No, I'm not going
3: to give it give back to you. I'm protecting... So at that point, he was reaching over the desk, reaching out for it, and the guy was like holding he's, it away and from
2: Nathan him.
0: Nathan is like the super skinny, super nerd. <laughs> he sounds. He looks exactly like his voice sounds.
3: Yeah, okay, here we go. Myself and frankly, you from a nightmare. Well, you I signed it. You, we have you on camera signing it, you, so it still holds up in court. You don't have me on camera signing it. Yes, if, we do. What kind of lawyer am I? I'm signing this. Well if you do That's fine <laughs> Then you'll then you know How it, the terms. I, I'm gonna put in my pocket Well um, no we don't want it in your pocket I We do want it in my pocket <laughs> so, so that was him
2: Jumping up.
0: Jumping across This guy's table try to take it out of his
2: pocket <laughs> And he's doing a bit And the lawyer is like The lawyer has I mean he's no, either
0: The greatest actor ever
2: No Or he has no idea He's mad Yeah
3: so So okay hang on So we keep, a few more A few more seconds here Please you're in my office I'm very serious, and I don't know if you're really trying to do this just for the show, but I'd like you to get off my desk, and I'm going to ask you to leave the office.
1: I was disappointed that Peter was trying to back out of the deal he signed, <laughs> but our producers were eventually able to calm him down enough to keep shooting. They, they just said they need to get a shot of the an insert of the document, like a shot no, of it. It's
3: staying, it's staying in my pocket. It's not going anywhere.
1: Well, we need to get just a shot of the clause for the scene I, I in the document. You can hold on to it just pulled it out like you'd had. And
2: then... So he's pulling it out of his back pocket. This camera needs to get it it's out It's all here. folded so, it up. That's how it is.
1: And then you can... So he's got it out on his desk. Just make sure you get an insert of the one. Actual... <laughs> and right
2: there, he, he reaches out and tries to grab it. And the lawyer is so pissed. Like, he's sick. He, he was But, able... like,
0: later in the episode... The lawyer's with him when he's going to tell yeah. the coffee shop guy like, hey, listen, you haven't done any work on this project, so I'm cutting you out of this. Look, look, <laughs> you
3: know, I'm, I'm about to, I don't know if you're provoking me or not, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. I, he's just staring at him. I'm not going to be responsible for your conduct, okay?
2: He's all, like, you can tell he's like all hard. Anyway, so that was the dumb Starbucks and dumb Starbucks got like tons of publicity. That
0: was when I first heard about the show whenever that happened. And I watched that episode. I remember. And I remember at the time, I was like, this is really funny. But I don't remember for whatever reason. It was on Comedy Central. This is before the time of DVRs. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I set my VCR to record this show. When it
2: went viral, all these news stations, nobody knew. It was like this big secret. Like nobody knew who started it or what it was. And they ended up getting shut down because of, uh, you know, they were selling. Anyway, I I don't want to get too much into it. You just got to go watch it. Um, You got to watch Smokers Allowed. Too. it's in season. Three. I'm I'm
0: making my way through all of them, okay. uh, but it's taking a minute because I can't watch more than like three at a time yeah. because then I just I, I laugh so hard. Yeah. All right, well, we
2: took episode two hundred to just kind of uh, have a time where Mark and Rick would normally have that conversation off the show and just talk about a great funny show <laughs> that we love. This so has
0: literally just been us talking to him. each other. <laughs>
2: awesome. All right. Well, the tip of the week is um, go to type1simplify.com and learn how to manage your diabetes.
0: Yes. Go to that. <laughs> that was very interesting. Uh, no, sir, like this, like uh, I had no idea that like, like an industrial explosion Isn't that could crazy? cause all, I was laughing at you oh. for asking what I thought was a dumb question.
2: Here's the, uh, I am just here's laughing
0: the... in a mirror and it, uh, the laughs are Hitting the mirror. And
2: Here's the the foreshadowing. The and remember is gonna be your dolphin laugh at my <laughs> actual <laughs> question.
0: Oh, hey, by the way, my Nathan for You laugh is, is like surpasses dolphin oh, and goes into yeah. full-on snort uh, can't Santa even Claus breathe. diaper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> awesome. Alright, well that's gonna do it for this, the two hundredth episode of the Simple Human Podcast.
0: And remember,
2: it's not too bright. Go in there now and go to bed. So until next time.
1: Uh, Why would you uh, give me scissors?